good old life. That's so exactly how I didn't want to start the show. <laughs> it's the worst. Life can suck pretty hard. How's it going, Kristen? It's fine. We're just talking about guy problems. And, um, you know, it's like everything for me, I feel like, is so close but so out of reach. Yeah, that's everything for me in life as well. Yeah. Like, the dude that I like, so close yet so far. The job that I want, like, doing Corolla every single day. I'm the fill-in, so close yet so far. It's just, like, everything I want. And last night I was went out with a friend, and I basically was like, you know what, I think I need to go back to church so that God's back on my side so that I can get this shit. Do you want to know <laughs> that I was actually thinking something similar recently? I was like, you know what, I actually get Scientology now. I, I've always been like, oh, no, oh my God. you're scaring me. Scientology is, like, so crazy and weird. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's about feeling like you fucking belong somewhere and that you have, like, this support system and you have something to believe in. Right, but in. it's all an illusion. It he- is, but so is church. Oh, totally. It's just like church is like there's something so I'm such an old school person. Like, so I'm Catholic. I'm not like I don't go to church, but that's every Catholic basically. Right. But I'm totally cool with like going to church and like it doesn't weird me out. But like the anything that's new agey or whatever, I'm like, it does the same exact thing. I just think it's for freaks, even though right. Catholicism it's, it's is for culty. freaks also. Yeah, it's that culty vibe. So like a friend of mine um back in college was this like super born again christian weirdo like jesus freak uh-huh. and she invited me to go to her church and they were like who's first time like who's never been here or who's first time it's this does that make sense anyway. yeah who, whose first time is it here today yeah actually? yeah does that yeah that sounds right and so they want you to raise their hand but it's only so they can give you marketing material to make you join it's not like they're like yeah. curious because they're like in just naturally interested it's like no we're trying to recruit you yeah we're trying to figure out who we have to brainwash here yeah and so like i raised my hand and got a bunch they just like walk over with with like pamphlets it's like, can you guys be a little more subtle about how freaky you are? Or how about just give me some money? Fuck your pamphlets. Let's yeah. Just, give me some dollars. And I'll come. I'll join. Just <laughs> pay me. Or maybe that's being a stripper, I guess. But um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been thinking the same thing, though. I'm like, should I go to church? Should I get religious? Like, do I need? Do I need something? Something to hold on to in life? Well, when I'm feeling really down, my mom is not like a Jesus freak, but she's Catholic and like grew up. She was born in 1950. Like, she's very old school traditional. Right. And whenever I'm feeling down, she's like, you know, I just really wish you would go back to church because it gives you. And I'm like, yeah, mom, but like, not that I don't believe. I believe that there's like an afterlife, but I, it's like, it's just, I don't want to be happy because of an illusion like because this could possibly not be real. And I think Jesus is talking to me and he's really not. Right. Right. I would rather just be sad in a realistic way than like happy in a, in a, like, you're being led on by right in like a fake delusional way yeah 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 but she'll always say it just gives you strength and I'm like yeah but the strength it's not like it seems like fake strength I want real strength there's this girl just living baby online she's like a big um online celebrity chick I don't know if you know if you've ever watched her but she has a very like uh viral video where She's talking about how the sun's out and Los Angeles is looking good and trouble don't last always, bitch. And she's very (laughs) motivational and awesome, but she always makes these videos where she's like, yo, you know what's wrong with you? You ain't got God on your side, bitch. That's what's wrong with you. And I'm like, maybe she's right. I know. Well, this girl, so this girl that I met, she was like, um, she was basically like the most positive human being 
And she was like, you know, one of the, like, if I had her life, I would have probably killed myself. She got pregnant at like 18. She had like nowhere to live. Her mother wouldn't let her live with her. Her grandmother wouldn't let her live with her. She had to go to a women's shelter. And she's like, and like, she was just so positive and she was like, I just was so happy to have a job. Like she ended up working at like Pier One Imports or something. And um, her teeth, like her teeth were broken or like her front teeth were broken. So she had like a messed up grill. And she was like, you know, I just believe that what you put out there, you get back. And so she said like, this guy came in and I, we just connected and I helped him so much with like finding furniture for his place. Like he didn't know what he was doing, but he was a dentist and he ended up fixing my mouth for free. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Dope. And I'm just like, you know what? Like you told, of course you deserved it, but it's, it is, it's like she put those vibes out there of just being like the super positive person. If it were me, I would have gotten more grill knocked out of my face because I'd be Same like, thing. get out of my store. Like, I don't want you in here. I'd be like, great. Another motherfucker is walking through the store. Right. That I got to help. That's- another stupid customer. Yeah, yeah. That's me today. Actually. I know. Cause I loved your Snapchat today. Today, I've yeah. been very feisty. I actually started or I did my second treatment of tea. MS for those of you that don't know what it is or forgot what it is it's trans too much sugar too much sugar too much stevie um, <laughs> oh yeah transcranial magnetic why do we always screw this up <laughs> <laughs> but I had it I kept repeating it all day I was like hey, can you it's Google transcranial that? magnetic Stimulation. Sy- stimulation I always want to say systems every time I know I me know. too transcranial like magnetic Stimulation. Stimulation. Transcranial magnet. Depression gives. Now I can't say it. Depression is not good for your memory. I have the world's Me worst too. memory. Me too. I mine is terrible. Like mine. Like very what were terrible. we just talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I know. I did my second treatment. Um, with a giant magnet on my brain. The first day was all right, which was yesterday. I have to go every day for 30 days straight, which is like crazy. I have to be there at 8 a.m. in the morning. Ew. I know. It's your worst nightmare of all time. And then I just have to sit there for a half hour while this magnet like pounds on my head. And does it actually feel like it's pounding? Like, can you feel it? You can feel it. Actually, it will move your eyebrows a little bit. They do each side. And from like the stimulation, it'll go and like move your eyebrows. I feel like that would give me a headache. It does give you a headache. Only the first couple times you get a headache. In fact, when I was fitted for it, it was really crazy because what they do is they put this little cap on you and they do a bunch of measurements because they have to find a very specific part of your brain. And they make you put your arms out like this. You're sitting in a chair and you put your arms out on this pillow and they have to find this part of your brain that makes your fingers (gasps) react whoa so when they were tapping on the left side of my brain I feel like your only your middle fingers went up yeah (laughs) on the left side of the brain my right fingers started like twitching and moving and then when they do your right side of the brain your left hand oh that is so amazing and creepy yeah it was it was really really cool and they were like yeah we could also do it to your legs if you want like where we can make your legs fly up whoa (laughs) that's so cool it's so cool and I was like no I'm good on the legs well I think it's even cool when when you like press on your like a spot on your wrist and then your fingers move yeah you know it's kind of like that like those reflexes or like like, on your knee if you hit a certain spot on your knee your leg will move up right but the first day was just whatever um and then today I woke up and it was the first time I've woken up and didn't cry instantly. You really cry every morning. I cry every single morning. If it's not right when I wake up, it's when I'm in the shower. I just can't help it. I bawl my eyes out. 
But today I you did so not won the depression cry. contest. I don't know what it is. I'm just so sad inside. And today I woke oh, up. Someone tweeted. They were like, Stevie is definitely more depressed, but Kristen's more hopeless. <laughs> I saw <laughs> Which that. is amazing. That guy actually had tweeted something else uh, to me. Oh, he said, you have like the face for TV, but the personality for like a Cymbalta commercial or, or something like, or something. I don't know. But it was, it was good. What I, it was better than what I just said. But I did see He's that good. Tweet. I like him. Yeah. Um, it was, a, it was a But cute. it's true. Like, I feel like. Because I feel like if your depression cures, you like you're like an airplane. Like you just take right off and you like go to the moon. But for me, it's like my depression is kind of like in the middle grounds, and like I'm always just gonna stay at this plateau. Like I'll never, there'll never be like that moment for me when I just break through or something. I don't think that. I don't think that. I think that like you're gonna have a moment where you break through for sure. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Um, but today I was just fucking mad angry and I haven't not even angry so much. Just like not annoyed, not angry, not irritated. Irritated is, is a good word. Very irritated. And I haven't felt irritated. I usually but just like you said sad. in the hallway, not irritated, emotional, like where you'd be pms It's just irritated. It's just irritated. Yeah. And I'm not emotional. I didn't feel like crying. I just felt like slapping bitches on the road <laughs> that were getting in my way. And I was just, I'm ready to fight. Like some bitch came at me on Twitter and I was like, let's go. Let's go. Wow. Can you meet me at the corner in real life? Because I'm ready to throw this down. And I haven't felt this feisty in a long time. So at least it's waking your brain up. It's doing something. I don't know if it's doing good. It might just be making me into (laughs) the turning. Yeah, I was going to say it's turning you into a murderer. (laughs) But you're at the beginning stages. But it's doing something. Maybe that's what I'm truly meant to be is just a murderer. Maybe that's what I've been this whole time. And and my chemicals have been stuck. So I haven't been able to murder. Well, if you need a partner in crime. Let Thank me know because I feel like I have it in me. I appreciate that. That's yeah. a real friend. It is. That's a real support. I'll at least system. be the getaway driver. I'm such a good driver. But um, yeah, that's what I felt today is just uh, a little shift in my emotions, but not not a sad shift, just more of a feisty shift. So then, what happens after the 30 days? Do you just like drop down and it's over? Like you know what I mean? Does it last for a while? Like you said, with hypnotism, you have to go back and There's, continue. I guess, like, some people need maintenance after, like, two years or something. They'll go back for maintenance. Oh, it's supposed to last that long? Yeah, That's, but, like, better than eyelash extensions. I know, but <laughs> some people are, like, like they get super addicted to it. Like, the guy mm. was telling me that the owner of the um, practice that I'm doing it at does it every day because he's, like, super addicted to he's it. He's probably convinced it. It's almost... Not that I'm thinking it's a placebo effect, but like he's probably thinking if I don't go get it today, I'm gonna have like I'm gonna crash. Yeah, maybe. So it's like I maybe he's like avoiding. But he says that it feels so good on his head that wow. it feels like someone's massaging his brain. Oh wow! So I'm like I I don't know. I've read mixed reviews from people, and it's the internet, so it's like you never get a clear answer. Right. So I'm just gonna have to do it and see what happens. Have but, you um, read anything about? Because like you, so you said you're feeling irritated. Have you read anything about? Um, people feeling that way after uh, the first couple days? I haven't looked that up yet because that was just today. But yesterday after I did it, I was starving. Like oh. I was so, I hadn't been so hungry. Because you probably usually don't have an appetite when you're super depressed, right? Yeah, yeah, usually I'm just like, I don't really give a shit about food. But yeah. yesterday I was so hungry. I went to McDonald's. Like I went to 7-Eleven. It's my home. I, tr- I just did trash food all day long and I was starving. Wow. And I asked the guy when I went today, I was like, is that normal? And he said, I've never heard of it giving anyone the munchies but when I googled it last night people did say that it makes oh. them hungry wow so I'm probably gonna get fat and then I'll just be a 
depressed about my weight gain. Exactly. So it's just like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But there was something else uh, that happened yesterday that I wanted to talk about on the show today, which is I met um, a personal chef who is microdosing. Wait, you met a personal chef and you spent like all day at McDonald's? Was he a McDonald's <laughs> chef? Do you want to know? It's crazy. <laughs> I met a personal chef yesterday. I ate one of his meals, which was fucking bomb as hell. Yeah. And then I went to McDonald's. <laughs> it was after that meal. It like set off my hunger. Right. Like it almost like woke up your taste buds. Yeah. You were like, damn. Like I was like, food is good. I Don't ever tell all. him that. He'll be so insulted. You're like, after I ate your food, I needed to go get McDonald's. I know. I'm like, that's I, usually an insult. That, that's terrible. Yeah. I hope he doesn't what did he make this. it was like some shrimp rice thing i don't even know what it was called but it was good it was one of my best friends is doing a meal prep thing yeah, and so he brought idea. all the meal prep over and um we shared one of the plates and it was just so nice. good yeah. and like full of all types of spices and mm. yummy things but um, he was telling me that he just started microdosing for his depression and anxiety. I had to Google when you sent me that. I had to Google microdosing. I had no idea what it was. Yeah. So uh, basically, what it is is magic mushrooms. People take magic mushrooms and they grind them up. Uh, you can get like an ounce of magic mushrooms. You grind them up and you can put them into little capsules or you can just eat them. But you eat just enough, not enough to trip out, but you eat just enough to get it in your system because there's a certain chemical in it. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Please correct me on Twitter. Psilocybin? 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 Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not correct. Dave, do you know how to say it? Uh, I believe it's psilocybin. Psilocybin? Or Sybin. I don't know. I don't trip enough. <laughs> it's one of those. Someone can phonetically spell it out for me um, on Twitter so I know how to say it properly. But it's that that is used, and that's what is is the chemical that treats um, the depression and, and anxiety. Yeah, and I saw it. So I only looked it up a little bit, and basically it can just enhance your creativity. Yes. Right. So like you can do like a better job. So I read I only read it really quickly because um, you're like, I'm doing a lot of research. I'm like, yeah, me too. And then, of course, I didn't. Um, <laughs> same. same. <laughs> um, but uh, it said a lot of professionals use it in uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like interesting. You would, you would picture people up there to be like very buttoned up and like not ever doing anything like that. And not really. I mean, creative for the people that are creating. I guess they are creative, but I'm thinking like computer nerds. But like. Um, it just said it enhances their creativity and production or pro. Yeah. Production. Yeah. 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 They're just productivity. Like- yes. Thank you. <laughs> Dear God. I do, I'm like losing. Words I'm today. losing my brain. I really think I hey, am. I had a magnet on mine this morning. So don't feel bad. Well, I don't want to say why I did this because like, I don't know. Someone's going to tell my mom. So I'm not going to say why. But I went off my antidepressants for four days. Oh, shit. Yeah. And um. How are you feel? Are you back on them? Or I'm back just- on them. Okay. So I started, um, I started back on on uh, Sunday morning, and so it was four days. I've never gone cold turkey like that. How was it? Shit was hard at first. Really? Well, at first, I mean, well, I shouldn't say at first. At first, I didn't really feel it, and then by like day two, I started because I'm on an SSRI, which. Um, basically when you come off of that makes you feel like you're getting brain zaps. Yes, I've had, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and so at first it was like one brain zap every like 20 minutes. Oh, shit. And then and then it went to the next day, it was like one brain zap like every 30 seconds. Oh, Like all no. day long I was like, zzz, zzz, 
Oh no! Yeah, and so that that day I started feeling really low and really down. That was well, that was Saturday, and I was like, I was sitting on my bed. This is when I get out of the shower. It almost does something where, like, like you said, you cry, like you'll cry maybe in the shower. Yes, I don't cry in the shower, but after I get out of the shower, I get very lethargic, and I don't. Me too. I don't know if it's because it relaxed me or like. Or, like, I know I have, like, so much work to do to look pretty, like, because I have to put on makeup and do my hair. Yes, there's a lot of prepping Yeah, involved. so I don't know if I just go kind of, like, I don't feel like functioning and doing all of this. But I, so I got out of the shower and I sat on my bed and just started to sink. And I was, like, and I had to remind myself. I was, like, okay, I'm not on my antidepressant. This is normal. And I was, like, don't let this go on too long. So I probably sat there for, like, 20 minutes. And right. literally I said out loud, like, enough, get up. And so I got up and threw myself into the world yeah. and then got yogurt thrown on my car. Oh, I saw that on <laughs> yeah. your um, Instagram story. Yeah. Like, why did someone throw yogurt at your car? Because that's what the universe does to Kristen Carney. They're like, you know when what? she goes off her meds. She was feeling bad. Then she tried to lift herself up. You know, let's just have someone throw Chuck. And it wasn't even yogurt. It was a parfait. I was going to say, it had granola and fruit in it. Yeah. It was fancy. That cost a lot expensive. of money. And it's expensive. Right. Yeah. This person, like, wasted that shit. But it was someone in, in a Mazda, like a Mazda 2, Mazda 2, I think. Like, the one that's, like, a hatchback. Fuck you, it, Mazda driver. Yeah. And I, I was just sitting there. And all of a sudden, it was, like, that slow motion thing where I didn't really see her arm. I, I basically saw it coming. And it was like, wait, what's happening? Like, I'm just seeing, like, a parfait coming at me. <laughs> so I was like, what? And then it was set splat. And I, it took me a second to be like, wait, what just happened? And then I looked out my window, and it's just all, like, white and purple. Were you at a red light? No, I was pulled over on the side of the road. Oh, and someone I just was, drove by and through that Yeah, shit. they were turning the corner because I was parked at, like, the corner, basically. Like, I was right. at the curb parked like a regular car would be parked. And they turned the corner and just, boom. And so, anyway... Shit like that. It's like when you try, that's what like I get so frustrated about. It's like I was on my bed feeling shitty. I made myself. I was like, get the fuck up. Wake up. Go so, go out. Do something. And then I go do it. And someone throws yogurt and someone at my shits car. shits all over Right. Your car. And I, yeah. I really wanted to be like, do you know, do you know how hard it was for me to get out of my bedroom today? And then you had to do this to make me want to be like a turtle and go back into my shell? Yeah. But I, but then I was like, you know what? Again, I had to, it's just that talk. Like, I was like, don't let the shit get you down. And so I just was like, fuck it. I had to get my car washed anyway. That's how I'm going to look at it. You know what I mean? Like, I had, and so I went and got it, like, vacuumed out and the whole thing. It, like, initiated me to do that. So I was, like, trying to look at it positively. And so when did you start back on your, um, on the Sunday morning. Okay. And did you feel better instantly or no? No, it was weird. I actually had my brain zaps all Sunday. Oh, weird. Yeah. But so I was getting, I was trying to get it out of my system for the, so basically I'm on 75 milligrams. I should be on like 150, but I'm on 75 milligrams and it, and someone had written, if you're on 150, it'll take you four days to get that all out of your system. Okay. And so I figured well, I'm on 75. Four days isn't bad. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not something that like I would do again. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, but it wasn't great. Yeah. No, it's never fun coming off of meds. Oh my For God, me, no. it's not. Yeah. It's, it's always a nightmare. Yeah. And there's some sort of syndrome that you can get. I don't know if it's associated with SSRIs or not, but I read someone was like, you have to be careful because I looked up coming off of it and they're like, you have to be careful because it could give you... I wish I could it's Google like on my phone in here. Sim- yeah, syndrome sim- yes. or something like that. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about, where it like can deplete your serotonin yeah. or like fuck with your serotonin somehow. Yeah, and then someone wrote back, "No, that's not on SSRIs." 
or something or, or something like that. So it might be another form of antidepressants. But I wasn't really worried about that because I have come off of my antidepressants before. Right. Not like that quickly. But I maybe over the course of like three weeks or something, I've come off of them. And that was like only... weaned yourself off slowly. Yeah. And you'll still have the brain zaps after the three weeks. But oh, yeah. that was because I lost my insurance and had to like and I was preparing to not be able to take antidepressants. But um, I didn't have any huge problem. I mean, I felt super depressed, but I didn't have any like whatever that serotonin thing was. Um, but anyway, I want to go back to the microdosing because actually this weekend, the person that I was with, who will go unnamed, um, <laughs> he was on mushrooms. Oh, really? And he said, he was like, I was in the best mood. He's not depressed. Like, he doesn't have depression. However, yeah. he's like, well, I get sad. I'm like, yeah, but that's not depression. Um, but he was like, I was in the best mood ever. He's like, I was riding my bike in Santa Monica, like, along the ocean. And he said, I had my headphones in. And he said, I was weaving in and out of people. Like, it was just like, my head was bopping. And I was just like, he's like, I've, like, never been that happy before. See, that's what this chef told me. He told me that depending on, like, how he feels when he wakes up in the morning, sometimes he'll take one pill or he'll take two pills if he's feeling really bad because it just makes him feel a little bit happier I through need the to, day. I, wa- I really want to try this. Not so because we I have need any- to get two. We might we should to do get a show ounces of mushrooms. And do a show on them. Yeah. Oh, you want to, like, trip out and do an actual podcast well, no, on I don't mushrooms. Wanna, I don't want to trip out. I want to do the tiny microdosing and okay, see yeah. if our show is, like... A little better. Not that it could get better because it's so amazing. Yeah. But if, I agree. if it gets a little better, why and, not? Why and not? And it's an experiment. Right. It's a and social experiment. It's for our, it's research for our show. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. I'm totally no, down. we should do it. So that guy that I was talking about, he's growing his own mushrooms. Oh, wow. And it seems though, it seems like it's been a very long time. He bought like you order like a mushroom kit online. Yeah. You can get it online yeah. and like grow it in the comfort of your own home. Right. Um, and so they have to be in like a warm, kind of moist, warm space. I don't think his setting is, is right, though, because he's got them like under his like side table in his bedroom. But his bedroom gets really warm because it's like it's not part of the house. It's like a back house almost. So it's right. like not air conditioned and stuff. So but they're not they're not really growing because I think he started at like two and a half months ago or something. Are when he was tripping on shrooms recently, were they the shrooms they weren't he his. grew? No. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Um, but he said he goes, I think. He's like, I think they should have grown by now. I think they haven't because they have a cleaning lady. And he said maybe she like sprayed stuff and it maybe got onto them. Oh, hell no. Yeah. He needs to put them like under his bed. Or yeah, I don't. He's got them in a bad spot. But you can you can grow them and order them online. It's weird because isn't it like illegal to yeah, how do you order I, that I, like I, legally online? I, I don't know, but you can buy all kinds of drugs online. I know. It's crazy. With We should do it with bitcoins. Okay. What are bitcoins, by I the don't way? know, but someone tried to explain them to me recently and- I was so stoned that it just didn't make any sense to me. But even not being stoned, it still doesn't make sense to me. Like, I fear Bitcoins because they're not, like, tangible. It's Well, not I think like- that's the benefit, though. So it's like when you buy, if you buy drugs online, you use Bitcoins because it can't be traced. Oh. But I don't know, like, traced. how does it, how is it not traced that you were buying Bitcoins? Wouldn't that, like, put you in the list of people to, like, uh, research? Yeah, like, you know hey, what I'm like, yeah, I bought, or, like, wouldn't your card be on the right, list? Right, saying, like, like, you purchased this many Bitcoins. And, like, what else would you use Bitcoins for? But, I mean, maybe something. Does Dave you know, know something basically, about this? Basically, the way I understand Bitcoin is it's an anonymous form of currency. They don't tax it. So, how kind though? of like Swiss bank accounts, how they're all just numbers and no one knows. Oh, I who didn't know that about what. Swiss banks. I just thought yeah. you yeah, couldn't like why access people's information in Swiss too. banks. That too. But, yeah. but, no, but your information is, is just not there. 
Right. The Swiss oh. government doesn't allow that, and they keep that information, you know, trusted right. just with the banks. And that's basically, like, for the way that we would use it, that's basically it. It's, like, just another form of currency that's completely anonymous. Oh. But how is it right, anonymous? But, right, because you have to buy it. it. And, like, you can't go online and buy something anonymously, so you have to buy Bitcoins unanonymously. Well. Is that a word? Sort of. Yeah. Except that you can set up. You can set up an email account anonymously. Basically. Yeah, but can't they trace it to your computer? Yeah, but then you have an IP address. Right. The people that deal with that kind of stuff, in the same way that if you opened a Swiss bank account, you would trust that specific Swiss bank to not share your information. Uh, but they're, but they're Swiss. There has to be holes in it. That's Swiss cheese joke. I think that's. I'm going to literally go jump off a bridge now that I just made that joke. Please don't, because I laughed at it. That's right. Yeah, so that dumb. was actually that needed to be said. My dad just came and did that in my brain. Like that's. <laughs> That's a joke that he would make. That's a dad <laughs> Like, joke. thanks, Dad. Get out of here. Grandpa joke. Yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. But then what if someone hacks that Bitcoin place that you purchased your Bitcoins at and releases info? Right, because if they can hack, like, every like Yahoo and everything on the internet, they can definitely hack a Bitcoin place. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Hacking the community of hackers is very unlikely. That's you know, true. But, that's ultimate, like the, but the ultimate but hacking. That, that is the ultimate hacking. It might be, except that they know that like they might be able to take down that thing, but they probably can't take down every hacker that's out there. You know what I mean? The whole computer world is so like creepy it, and weird it to me. It is. It wouldn't be, yeah, it would not be in their best interest. Yeah. I, I can't see that happening. Well, so with the microdosing, I read that you can also microdose on LSD. Yes, you can microdose on LSD. There's a lot of like uh, street drug treatments that you can do. You can do ketamine treatment. What is ketamine? I've heard of it. Ketamine is basically an animal tranquilizer, a horse tranquilizer, I believe. It's a horse tranquilizer, so it'll knock a horse the fuck out. Damn. But you can go to a specific doctor and it- Like legally? Legally, you have to do it in a controlled environment, but basically you go in and they put it in an IV and you trip for, I don't know, 15 minutes, a half hour. I don't know how long you trip for, but you do a few sessions of it. Um, I think you do it like three days in a row or something like that, and it's supposed to help depression. I read that a lot of people have had success with it, but that's not something I'm willing to do because I don't want to go in a K-hole. Like Ketamine's the real Deal. K-hole? Like, is that like a, just a deep depression? Uh, no, a K-hole is basically when you do ketamine. Sounds like a, like a bad, sounds like a bad nickname for my vagina. <laughs> it sounds like a bad nickname for Kristen someone's K-hole. ripped up asshole. Um, it's basically just like uh, a K-hole is what you fall into when you <laughs> I'm do totally drugs. calling my vagina my K-hole because I'm Kristen. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. It's just what you fall into when you're on the drug. It's yeah. like you fall, you go into like this different world, I guess. But uh, supposedly you're supposed to feel like temporarily really, really good. Yeah, temporarily okay. while the IV is in you, you just trip. Yeah, fifteen, twenty minutes, and then they take it out and you sober up and you leave. And you're supposed to feel really, really good after. But actually, um, Neil Brennan talked about this on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh-oh. Did he do it on a special too? Uh, I don't think he talked about it on yeah. his, on his special. I think it was just a TMS he talked about. Yeah, shout out, shout out to TMS and shout to out. Neil Brennan. Too um, much Stevie. Um, too much Stevie for Neil Brennan. <laughs> just kidding, I wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I um, 
but uh, he, he did it, and he said that it had worked, and he felt really good for a little while, and then it was a bad, bad crash for uh, like yeah. three months. Ew. Like Ew. bad brain crash yeah. for three yeah. months. Yeah. Um. So I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't want to do the ketamine thing, but right. to each their own. Right. There's also, um, they're starting to do MDMA treatments for people with post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, wow. Supposedly, <clears throat> what the- MDMA M- is Molly and like ecstasy. Yes. Yeah. MDMA like is Sounds the like real a, is, deal. Is that also the name of a rapper? MDMA. Why do I always think it's a rapper when someone says MDMA? Um, Run DMC. Run I literally D- think that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I was Dear like God. trying to think. I'm like Rocky ASAP. <laughs> like I don't. I don't know. No, it's Run DMC. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm super hip, by the way. But basically, uh, they think it works for traumatic stress disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, because they think with post-traumatic stress disorder, it like your brain stops producing a certain chemical that when you do MDMA it wakes that chemical back up. It's not serotonin. It's not serotonin. I forget what it is but it wakes that back up and starts getting it going. Yeah well I can imagine because but LSD was used more actually to um, or for psychotherapy in the 1950s. Right right but didn't that screw people up like they gave them so much it's like they now have PTSD like from the LSD or something. I, I heard someone say I don't know if it was on a podcast or something, but someone was talking about that they signed up to do because they were doing all these LSD experiments back in like the 50s or 60s or something. And uh-huh. they signed up to do them. And then I don't know. Basically, I don't know in what way, but it screwed them up for like the rest of their oh, life. Oh, I'm sure it did because because they saw so many like crazy things or like, I don't know. I'm sure if you have a bad trip or if yeah. something if some terrible memory comes up while you're tripping or something that could screw you up or who knows, though, they were like basically testing out drugs that are made with rat poison and shit is that what's in lsd lsd is full of all kinds of stuff damn i forget what it is i didn't write it down that is supposed to help depression um that's in lsd but from what i know lsd is it's not natural it's not it's a man-made drug so yeah there's all kinds of shit in it i mean i've dropped acid a few times in my life and I've always had different types of trips because sometimes, like, they can Wait, be... you've done acid? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Oh, you have? Oh, I've done a ton of LSD. Really? Yeah, in high school, I, like, loved mushrooms and LSD. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's probably what's wrong with me. Probably. I did a lot of ecstasy Maybe that's what it was. Like, someone just got... they Whatever it was, maybe they just got super depressed or something after. Maybe. I don't know. But, um, but every time I've done LSD, my trips have been different to where I've either like hallucinated a lot more or there's been trips where it's very speedy. Like I can tell there's probably it's mixed with a lot of speed or something. Yeah. yeah. So who knows what they were putting in the LSD back then? Yeah. I'm sure some people got fucked up from whatever chemicals they were mixing together. I'm sure. Well, I was researching MDMA and, um, I did come across a couple people who had said, I've never had depression before, but I did MDMA, Molly, ecstasy, whatever. And they then went into a depression. Yes. And like they, like a couple people said, I'm now on antidepressants. Like I, I, They said they couldn't get out of it. I have so a theory a that that is what my depression stems from is that um, in high school, I was really into raves and I did a lot of ecstasy and ecstasy back then was also mixed with a ton of shit. It wasn't nowadays that 
the MDMA is much more pure than it was. And you can get a tester. Before. Like, you oh, can, yeah, you can get a tester yeah. to see how good it was. How, how nerdy are you at the rave? All of a sudden you're like, pull up you're my like, test let me test this. Hey, Push I've, up your glasses. I've gotten fake drugs at a rave before, I'm so sure, I don't obviously. blame them. I'm, obviously. But um, uh, that's what I think my depression stems from is that in high school, I ripped all the serotonin out of my brain with Could ecstasy be. and Did you have any depression life. tendencies in high school? I did. More anxiety. Um, and like anger issues, but not, not sadness and despair okay. like I do now. Yeah. 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 It could totally be from that. So yeah, I think I probably fucked myself up. Mm-hmm. Our mm. brains are weird. My brain wasn't even developing and I was just like pumping it full yeah. of like weird drugs. But at the same time I did zero drugs and my brain still is effed. So, so at least you, you had fun in know. high school and I didn't. It's all a gamble. Yeah. You just never know. I wanted to ask, um, do you have anything, this is kind of cheesy for me because I hate being positive. I hate it. It's like what's taken over my brain? Um, Because we talked about self-esteem and stuff. Yeah. Do you have anything that that you know you are either awesome at or like you're like, no, I am, I'm not confident about anything. I have no self-esteem, but this about myself, it makes me feel whatever. You know, it's weird because I I definitely like, I don't feel like, I'm good at this or that, but I do stop and look back at my life and and all of the things that I've done. And I'm like, okay, I know what I'm capable of doing. Right. Like I, I've been a badass bitch before and Mm -hmm. I know I could be a badass bitch again. It's just, were you in a depression when you were being a badass bitch? Because I remember you said when you had your show and you were like at the height of like feeling great, you still were depressed. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was very lonely is yeah. what it was. I was yeah. super, super lonely. And so and I do remind myself of that as well. Like even when I was do when I was a badass bitch, I was still <laughs> not feeling the best. Right. But. I definitely know that I'm capable of doing certain things that I don't give myself credit for, if right, any of right, that makes sense. Right. What Same. about you? Well, the reason I was thinking this is because the other day someone was like, you're, um, they said something and, well, no, I don't, I don't even know what they said, but then I complimented myself because I was like, I am a good, oh, it's therapy. I'm a good person. Yeah. Like you are that. So, cause we were talking, my therapist was like, you don't give yourself any credit, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I like will be legit honest and say, I do think I'm a really, really good person. And that's like the one thing doesn't really, though, give me self-esteem. Right. But it makes me feel at least like somewhat okay with myself because it's like, it's like little things where if someone like, well, one time I was in college and I dropped a gum wrapper out of my pocket accidentally. No, I did not know anyone was near me. I was in like an empty hallway and I picked up the wrapper and put it back in my pocket. And the guy behind me goes, you're a really good person. And I was like, I know I am. Yeah, you're not a litter bug. Yeah, I'm not a litter bug. Like, anyone else probably would have let it go. So, like, I try to think about those things and, like, or just like that and go, you know what? At least I'm a good freaking person and I don't have to feel bad about being a shitty person. But last night, I was in a really bad mood. Or not last. Yeah, it was last night, but it was before I went and got a drink because then I got a better mood. But um, this girl... I had, it's, this is long, I'm not going to even get into why I had this. I had a little plastic cup uh-huh. that she gave me that she had had milk in. Uh-huh. And she was like, here, I don't, like, she handed it to me. And I was like, bitch, I don't want this shit. <laughs> I'm not your maid. Like, what? So I, so I 
I left it on in the in the dry in the parking lot on the like on the ground, and I've never done that before. And I'm like, oh no, I'm losing my bad personness, and oh. that's why I was thinking about it because it's almost like I've been so like. It's almost like loss of innocence. Like before I thought shit would work out if you're just a good person. Right. And I'm realizing that's not the case. Yeah, no. And last night I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not. Everything that I've, I've done everything freaking right and I've gotten nowhere. Maybe if I leave this mother effing cup on the driveway, mm-hmm. shit will start going my way because I'm no longer a good, it's just like the good die young or like nice guys finish last kind of thing. Yes. But then I felt super bad that I had left. I mean, I was like guilty all night about leaving that little cup on. Littering. I would feel bad too. I felt like a shithead. So anyway, I need to like not be a bad person. Anymore. You're like, I'm going to go back and throw that cup away. I know I want to. It's like, I can see it sitting there <laughs> and I almost see it like a little cartoon character. Like, why was it? Why like, was I left here? What did I do? Right. So wrong. Left alone in this empty dar- driveway or whatever. So anyway, But you made a good point that no matter how good of a person you are or how righteous of a life you live, it doesn't fucking matter. You think that that those are the things or we're taught that growing up. If you're a good person, good things happen to you. That's not really true. No. In fact, if you're a terrible person. Yeah. If you're a terrible person. All the greatest things happen for you in the world. That's why today I was hella feisty and right. like screaming at people in traffic and just being like, you know what? I've had it. I've had it with like being this numb, super sad person right. that lets everything passive slide. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm so passive because I'm just so sad all the time. And I'm like, oh, it's just me. And like, yeah, I'll do this for you and that. And, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and today I'm like, F that. Fuck that. I'm not going to be so fucking nice anymore yeah. because it doesn't get me anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I had mentioned before. Well, this was off the air, but like the dude going out with another chick thing. Uh-huh. You know, I, I'm not saying anything right now. And it's but. I'm feeling feisty enough too, where I'm like, "F that!" I'm not gonna be like, "Oh no, it's okay." Like I totally get it. I'm when we see each other next, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck?" That's funny because today in my because being a nice bitch has gotten you to go out with other dudes and or other women. Today, I being so feisty. Okay, so everyone knows I'm still in love with my ex boyfriend, yeah. the Ghostbusters that hoodie, you shouldn't yada, be in love yada, with. Yada. Yeah, today for the first time ever, I was like. I'm not, why why the fuck do I even love his ass? Yeah. He sucks, yeah. dude. Yeah. He's a little idiot. Well, I was describing him. So all of the girls that are awesome in my life right now have are having the exact are basically having the exact same problem. Dudes just being like pussy mother effers. And right. I was describing your dude to my friend Stephanie and was like, um, I was like, I don't know, she should not be into him. <laughs> I was like, he's like five foot five. <laughs> Oh, shit. He's like a rich prick from Beverly Hills. Oh, shit. It's true. And she could do so much better. Oh, thank you. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I hope he does because I can do much better. And, bitch, I've been doing better. <laughs> just kidding. I haven't been doing better, but I'm trying. Yeah. Well, um, I, I just want to, like, because before you had mentioned your dude with the bad bathroom. Yeah. So I went out. I think I mentioned on the show that I had gone out with a dude with a bad bathroom. Yes. And then on my other podcast ask women um marnie had asked if there was anything that a guy could do to redeem himself to like maybe get you to be interested in my in him again and like again this is like the yogurt being thrown on my car so we went out again last night and um he uh i I already told you this is not the show but i'm saying it just to say it for the show but um he was like yeah i'm seeing a dude and i'm like (laughs) 
<laughs> like, fuck. I was like, yeah, I could give someone a second chance. He's super cute. And then all of a sudden he's like, and I'm seeing a dude. And it's just like, really? Why? Why? Um, but it's just like shit like that. It's like nothing goes right. I don't trust the universe. Yeah, no, I know. I turn men gay. Like, or like, what are the odds that the guy that you're into is going to have a boyfriend? I know. It's like, really? Like, I could see like he's got a girlfriend. See, I had something <laughs> recently happen where this guy, um, who's kind of a friend of mine, hit me up on Twitter and he's fine as hell. Like, I've had a huge crush on him. He's in his 40s. We all know that mm-hmm. I like those older guys, except for that one prick from Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. that's young and mm-hmm. still kind of the love young of my life. Plenty. Anyways, um... He hit me up on Twitter and we were going back and forth and we exchanged numbers and my homegirl knows him really well. And so I asked my homegirl, like, yo, is he single? Like, what's up? Because he's kind of hot. And she was like, oh, my God, he's so single. He smokes man weed. And like, you guys would be the perfect couple. Like, I'm going to do my research right now. Like, give me a second. And I was like, I don't know why, but I just feel like he's such a catch that he can't be single. So she hits me up and she's like, no, he's single for sure. Uh I called up so-and-so and and he's single. So I go and I do a little bit of digging and like he has this interview online that's not that old. And so I'm watching this interview and then I notice he picks up his hand and he has a fucking ring on. So he's married. So we had to do some more digging and we found out he's married. But I was like, damn it. Yeah. To a woman at least though. Uh, yeah, so there's a chance a that he could cheat Although on Although you, you never know. You never know. <laughs> right. This is if he's Los great, Angeles. he is probably gay. Yeah. Um, okay. I wanted to bring this up, and I just I wanted to bring it up now for the past like couple weeks, and I keep forgetting to. So my friend Jen, who's our consultant for the show. What up, Jen? What up, Jen? Hey, Jen. Um, and it was funny because last time I said she's um, super so- – or she's soulless, but I meant to say shallow – uh-huh. And so I told I was like, heads up, I called you soulless on my show, but I totally meant to say shallow and I forgot to go back and correct myself. And she's so funny. She's such, she's it's like just hilarious. But she was like, yeah, if someone, because she does go to church and stuff, she's like, yeah, if someone who loves their mom and goes to church every, every week and, and like study psychology is, is soulless, then like so be it or something like that. You know, you're she, doing more with your life than I am, Jen. She so is. She get is. Get it, girl. Um. So anyway, she was like, you guys should talk about or should watch. 13 Reasons Why. Oh, yeah. That show on Netflix. I watched. I watched it. I think I do have ADD now because I was like, I cannot watch 13 episodes of this effing show. I watched like the first four episodes. So did I. You did? Okay. I did. Yeah. And then I said to Jen, I'm like, can I literally just like, can you just tell me what happens? And she's like, just watch the last two episodes. So then I just skipped over and watched the last two episodes. I had also made a mistake and said that Selena Gomez was in it. She's, she's not, not she in it. it. She's a producer. And yeah. it's funny because I don't know if I said this on the air, which I think I did. I was at this writer's panel thing and her Selena Gomez's mother was there talking about it. But when my friend Jen was like, you should talk about 13 reasons why I was like, I have no idea what that that is. And she's like, really? Everyone knows what it is. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, I do know what it is. Once I looked it up, um, Selena Gomez's mother was there at this panel and they had asked her about it. And and this was a couple months ago. It was probably like um, December or something and um, or several months ago. But she was like, yeah, it was really important for us to get the story out there. And like no one would. No one would air it. Netflix is, like, so ballsy, and they go for, like, groundbreaking stuff, blah, blah, blah. So I watched it. What did you, what did you think? Okay. I watched probably the first four or five episodes, and at first I was, like, really into it, um, even though I don't understand how all these 30-year-old high school students have tattoos. <laughs> and I was a little thrown <laughs> off by how mature they all were, and they, like, drive really nice cars. Yeah, yeah. And 
I it's a little CW-ish for me. Very CW. I was like, I, I just wish it was more like, I mean, I would put Netflix more in the vein of like HBO. Yeah, But exactly. they didn't do it like HBO. No, this is definitely a was, younger show. Like this show I felt like was for kids. So it yeah. was a little harder for me to get into. Yeah. Um, and but, I think they did want it to be for kids. Yeah, or for like a younger audience, right? For but sure. like somewhere like the CW wouldn't have the balls to air it. So yeah, they had no to go way. On Netflix. But um, that was the thing that I had trouble with. Was I was like, okay, it's a little on the cheesy side. It was so cheesy, and I have a very hard time with that. But Me my too. best friend loved it. My best friend was like, "No, you have to give it a chance. No, just no, watch it." No, it was cheesy. So I had so I had a problem with Stranger Things. I didn't watch Stranger Things. Oh, my Things. God. I hated it so hard. I hated it so, with such a passion. Oh, and everyone loved Stranger Things. And everyone Things. loved it. It's like the same thing with, like, this. Not that everyone loves this, but it's like, I don't see it. I get I get what they were going for. But, like, the girl... So, basically, if people listening have no idea what the F we're talking about, 13 Reasons Why is a series about a girl who commits suicide from bullying. But she wasn't even bullied that bad. I'm like, no. bitch, I was bullied harder than that. And I'm still here. Oh, no shit. And, and my problem was, was that she did not the entire time look, de- seem depressed enough because every day she was at school, she had a cute ass outfit on. She was beautiful. She was beautiful. She They like had her cut her hair. It's like they tried to make her look more emo with I this like a- short haircuts. Like, no, oh, they she's totally so depressed. To, her hair like, is cute. They totally try to do the like my so-called life thing. Like yeah. when Angela Chase yes, yes, cuts yes. her hair yeah. and like dyes it red. And I was like, I, I, I don't buy it. That's don't from my it. so-called life, you guys. Yeah. Don't try to redo it because yeah. you're not going to do it better. But um, I was not convinced at her depression at all. And, and, and I just, I want, it wasn't realistic. So like if a girl was actually being severely bullied, she, I mean, she would not look put together. She would obviously like not all kids talk to their parents, but like her, their parents have more, there's more warning signs or and something. And you wouldn't want to go to fucking school. No, you wouldn't want to go to school. Not once was she like, mom, dad, don't make me go to school. I'm being bullied so hard. And like, and the thing that was like crazy was that she was uh, so offended because she had best ass. <laughs> Yeah. You're killing yourself because you had best ass? Bitch, I wish I had best ass. Yeah, you kill yourself over (laughs) worst ass or ugly face. Yeah. That I I get. Or like bad breath or (laughs) some shit. Yeah. Or mosquito bites. But But like like, best ass, she's like, oh no, I have the best ass. And obviously she doesn't have the best ass. They just put that because the the other girl, her friend, had definitely a better ass. Oh yeah. But. And she was like Latina or something. So you know that that she's got more junk in the trunk for sure. Totally. So the whole thing to me was just didn't buy it. Super cheesy, like like you said, like thirty year old teenagers, and they're all like handling it with this like air of confidence. It's like you've never lived before. You don't know what the f you're doing. You don't know what you're doing, and they're all so like dramatic. Yeah. And then they walk away. And again, I only watched four episodes, so I don't know how bad the bullying well, the, gets. The end, like, so the end, she gets raped. <laughs> so like, oh. I mean, it wasn't great. You okay, <laughs> so maybe that's a, okay. I mean, that's- I can see the rape thing, but again, like. She was like, she said something. She was like, I, she said, I was, I, I was already dead inside. Like when he, when he was raping me, it was like, I was already dead. Yeah. Like I already died. Oh, that's fucked. Which I get. But like, she didn't seem dead inside really until she got raped. And like, of course that makes you feel more dead inside. But like, it just, she didn't it seem dead enough inside for me. up until yeah. the rape. Right. Okay. Up until the rape. And then a rape, you know, of course. It, it was uncomfortable to watch. It was funny because 
So in that episode, she her parents are having money problems, but she takes the money from their pharmacy or whatever to go deposit in the bank, and she loses it. Oh, shit. And so she, so basically, she loses her money, gets raped, and then sli- slits her wrists. And that was really hard to watch. I mean, it was really hard to watch. But I, I wrote to my friend Jen, and I was like, despite the rape and the slitting of the wrists, still losing the money was the harder thing to watch. That's Because I was like, shit, painful. that's money. Very, very Damn. painful. <laughs> yeah. But like... Again, I only watched four episodes, so I don't know how bad the bullying got for five episodes. But from what I did see, it was just her like having u- regular problems with her friends. Right. It's it wasn't anything so extreme where literally, like I I just felt like it was someone writ- wrote it that has never actually been bullied. Right. Like you consult the shit out of people who've been bullied and then write the show. I mean, maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe someone who I mean, write all writers are bullied, but maybe the one writer that wasn't bullied in in high school wrote the show because it just was not believable right. at all to me. I have a feeling like we're going to get some people that are going to be super angry oh, at us totally. over this and be like, oh my God, you guys totally missed the point of 13 yeah. reasons why. Yeah. And the way she had written that note, the whole thing is that she does this voice recording thing but like she's a professional way, I was like she should have stayed alive just to do that because she was so good at it she was so good at it and by the way none of the kids told any adults or anything like they're just passing around this box I don't fucking believe no, it. no yeah the whole thing was just like so bogus it's like if you're gonna kill yourself it's like a messy voice and in her voice this spot bothered me so badly in her voice while she was reading like her ledger of why who it was and why she did not. She was about to kill herself. Yeah. She didn't sound nervous. She didn't sound like she didn't get. Teary. No, she was so matter of fact. Yeah. And like, it's like, no, like when you're about what, it. 16, 17 and you're about to probably most likely commit suicide. You're scared. This is not something that's easy or comfortable. And like you do not sit down and read these the suicide note like you're writing a president's speech. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. how it seemed. No, I actually went to school with a girl who shot herself in the head and she was not that like it it, it didn't happen like that right. at all. It right. was like she would be missing for from school right. for weeks at a time. Right. There's she more was signs. unhappy. It, you could tell that this girl had really deep problems that she was dealing with. Yeah. So I, I'm not that big of a fan of 13 Reasons Me Why. Me neither, but it was renewed for a second season. I know. Which, so we're wrong, apparently. Well, maybe we can audition and become some high schoolers because <laughs> we look younger than every, than all the rest of the cast. Right, Fuck. right, 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 right. That's hilarious. Um, There was something else that I wanted to mention, and I totally forgot. We're, what's our time? Okay, so we're at 50 minutes, so we should probably get into whatever you want, but then the sadder. I have who's sadder, and it was written by a Twitter Oh, yeah, user. no, go go for your uh, who's, who's sadder. sadder. Yeah. So this comes from, oh, I should have, shoot, I should have written down his name. I'll say it next time. Um, this comes from a Twitter fan. Um, he sent us a suggestion for who's sadder. Oh, awesome. Um, so shout out to you. Yeah, yeah. Dude with the brown hair in the picture. Um, who's sadder, Charlie Sheen or Mel Gibson? Ooh. Which is a good one. Yeah. Charlie Sheen had come to me, but I couldn't think of a match. I think Mel Gibson was a good match to do with him. Ooh, that's so good. But yeah. I definitely think Charlie Sheen. Yeah, he has AIDS. I mean. He, he has AIDS. <laughs> that's sad. That's Sadville. That's that you live fucked. In. Yeah. And like, he's had it for a while. And like, he hid it from girls that he had slept with. And like, that's He passed dark. that shit around. That's dark. When you do something like almost intentionally like that. Yeah. That's dirty. Yeah. Like, there was this guy... I think I saw it on maybe like Maury Povich or something, but he went around and, inf- or maybe it was like Forensic Files. He infected women 
like he literally was having sex with women just to give them AIDS. Oh yeah, there yeah. was a guy who went to jail for that. It he, was probably him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He went to jail because he he infected like I don't know three women with AIDS or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And yeah, he went to jail for attempted murder. Yeah. That's some anyway, real shit. That's Charlie Sheen. You he should know, he should go to jail. Why is he not in jail? That's for what it? I was just gonna say. Like if you give someone an STD, you should go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> that's you should that should be a yes. part of the law because that's that's bullshit and that's not fair it's not fair you're opening yourself up and being vulnerable to someone and then they give you aids yeah hiv and that's it. hpv yeah come on now it's oves it's, it's over it's fucked well it's funny because charlie sheen and ferris bueller is in that scene in the police station and he looked really good in that scene i've never thought he was attractive but this was yeah, like obviously uh-huh. like in the 80s or 90s whenever ferris bueller was um but do you remember that have no you, have you ever seen ferris bueller yes i've seen F- ferris bueller but the I don't... end scene where his sister's in the police station she's sitting next to charlie sheen who's like in like a leather jacket he's like a bad boy in, in like at the police station okay yeah yeah anyway he looked good in jail so he should was, go to jail i didn't even realize that it was charlie sheen yeah that i'm thinking about yeah him. that's him so young yeah but that was like the only time i thought it was cute but um yeah, he would look good in jail. It's just what I'm saying because it was a police station. You know what else makes me think that Charlie Sheen is more miserable? There's this story that I've known about that bothers me so much, and I don't know why it didn't get more press. But Charlie Sheen's kids had two dogs. I believe they were pugs. I could be wrong. Um, him and Denise Richards have oh, right, right. twins together. Right. And apparently the dogs were being kept at Charlie Sheen's house. And one day Denise Richards went to pick up the kids and she wanted to take the dogs. And he was keeping the dogs in the garage. And one of the dogs was dead. <gasps> and the other one was like starving to death and dying. Oh, my God. And Denise God. Richards had to take the dog and like basically save its life. But she had flipped out over it because he was just a drug addict with like porn stars. Yeah. Like running what through his mess. house naked while his dogs are dying. What a mess. In in the garage and I've always fucking hated his wow, guts for that. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm like, let's go to his house, Peta, and go fuck some Seriously. shit up. Seriously. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think Mel Gibson's sad really at all because he's like kind of hateful and so, angry and angry which underneath means you're sad, but you don't really are, you're not aware of that sadness. Yeah. So he's not he's not aware of his sadness, so I definitely don't think he's as sad. And plus like I feel like when you're when you believe in like like he's like anti-semi and like kind of has like said bad things about like gay people and stuff it's like you're so like okay with saying those things that like it's just you're not even aware that you're bad he's just one of those like dumb white men he where is. you're like you're just a dumb white dude like you just don't get it i saw him so um i went to maria menuno so i used to co-host on her like podcast network called after buzz tv and then they would invite everybody from there to her birthday party uh-huh. and there'd be like celebrities there and stuff and so one year i went a couple years i love her by the way i think she's cute she is so freaking pretty it's disgusting she's beautiful she my friend julia i'm like can you stop sending me this shit she'll just like screenshot a picture of Maria, Maria Menounos and send it to me from like Maria Menounos's Instagram and she looks perfect and my friend will be like she just always looks perfect and I'm like can you not send me that I don't need to be reminded and she's I know she's naturally perfect. beautiful yeah she's naturally perfect um and then I, it's funny because she like wrote a book on like how I was like overweight I was like well you were never really like that she still looked amazing I was gonna say you're it's probably just now she's like just more fit. a beautiful overweight girl yeah like, made no difference yeah none um but anyway so I'd go to her birthday party, and one year Mel Gibson was there. Oh, shit. And he was so hitting on her and, like, flirting with her so hard. No way. Yeah, and they were, like, he was dancing with her and spinning her around, and, like, he would not leave her alone. And, Ew! And so it was just so funny. I don't know why yeah, that it just, me yeah. Out. Well, because she's, like, eight inches taller than him. He's... <laughs> 
he's really short, but he was like wearing this like cheesy white button up that was kind of like his sleeves were rolled up and his collar was kind of open and he just looked really gross see he's just sad like he just strikes me as just like a sad white old man yeah but charlie sheen is like 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 has no soul mel gibson is aids versus charlie sheen has aids yeah like that's the difference exactly like you just yeah when you have aids it's sadder than just being aids This Dear is, God, help me. My, what I have a funny story. Well, this is not funny at all. This is terrible. And then I'll shut up because we got to wrap things up. But, but we have to talk about one last segment. We do. Do you have an F that shit? No, I have, um, I have, uh, the depression impressions. I have a depression impression, but here's my F that shit then. Okay. It has to do with Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. and my ex-boyfriend who mm-hmm. I claim to still be in love with but today i decided he sucks ass right because you got tms and it's awesome well his girlfriend before me fucked charlie sheen (gasps) and oh my god is she have aids well wait 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 wait. do you have aids wait she doesn't have aids i don't have aids she didn't fuck charlie sheen She, she did fuck charlie sheen but she swears she didn't charlie sheen gave her a car a fucking Mercedes. Whoa. And she the age. she told my ex that she got the car because he liked having her around at his house because she was funny. And I was like, no, because he was fucking her. That's yeah. why she, she got the funny. car. Okay. And she, he was probably terrified that she was going to end up with HIV. So he traded a Mercedes for the HIV infection, right, whatever. Right. And my ex was like, no, I believe her. I believe she didn't F Charlie Sheen. I'm like, Charlie Sheen? She's a comic, huh? Uh, I'm not going to say okay. anything. Um, She's a comic. So Charlie Sheen isn't hanging out with girls that aren't fucking him. Right. And I had a guy recently say to me, funny chicks are boner killers. So his bone, if she was funny, he, he he wants a boner. He's not having the girl over that's killing his boner. Yeah. yeah. So you fucked Charlie Sheen for a car. Right. F dash Right. And F that guy who said and f funny my chicks ex don't get boy- boners. And F my ex-boyfriend who believes that Charlie Sheen's going to give some dumb bitch who isn't even funny a car. Yeah. <laughs> well... I'm a little jealous, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not because that shit got all busted up. It's broken down and it, and it's gone now. He gave her an old ass Mercedes. She didn't even get a new one. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh my god, that's so funny. Now she don't have a car. Yeah, an old Mercedes is is worse than no no car at all. Yeah, it's worse than <laughs> HIV for sure. So. Pathetic looking, really. Um, what's your depression impression? Well, it's not anything. It's so hard to find information, but I just thought it was an interesting per- like a person you wouldn't have thought that would have had de- or is depressed or have depression. John Hamm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I know about his depression. Yeah, I, I had I had no idea. Um he basically um his father died when he was 20 and that sent him into depression. Oh wow. And then um he you, he believes in antidepressants, so either he's still on or was taking antidepressants and going to therapy, and then his mom died, and then, like, oh, no. had to continue, like, the treatments and stuff for his depression. Um, but, I mean, that's really all. Everything you look up, that's basically the only information that's he's out there. He's still but I just, fine as hell. He's so fine. Oh, I saw him. So I saw him um, at an Emmy party, and I was only there because I was working. Uh-huh. It was humiliating because some people I actually knew were there like in gowns from the Emmys uh-huh. and I'm there in a t-shirt and jeans and I had no idea like I, I should have known I was naive and I was in there in t-shirt jeans jeans working but it was like all these celebrities whatever and John Hamm was sitting he was there and he was like sitting on like the edge of a couch and smoking or something uh-huh. and there were women just like it was all it was like it was so 
looked so posed and like made up because they're almost like women like leaning toward him like he was like a god or something yes and he was just like sitting there and the smoke was just twirling around him and like the light was kind of on him just perfectly and it was literally like he looked like a god being worshipped by his women do you want to know that one time I saw John Hamm at is it Louis Bottega is that what it's called I've heard of that I think it's downtown anyway it's a place downtown and I met a friend there for lunch and off to our right was John Hamm in his Don Draper outfit because they were shooting downtown and he was eating in his full on costume. So he looked good. So he looked good. And it was like the actual Donald Draper in real life. That's crazy. Um, Anyways, I have a depression impression, which he's been brought up a few times throughout the show. So um, I'm just going to throw it out there. Neil Brennan. Oh, yeah. Um, Neil Brennan struggles with depression and he he's has a comedian for, for people who don't know who he is. He's a very funny and, and talented comedian. Basically developed Chappelle show with and, Chappelle. And he's a fucking genius. I love him too. And I really, really love him. Um, I just started following him and kind of getting into his comedy. And I just think that it's very inspiring to see someone with such bad depression, such bad depression, so much be so still be so successful and funny and he's cute as hell too. I'm sorry, I but think Neil he's Brennan so cute is too. fucking hot. So he looks like he's dying of AIDS and like he's a vegan. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's why he looks like he's dying of AIDS. He's so skinny, but he is to me so damn cute. Yes. And he came on, so he came on my old podcast or my other podcast, Ask Women, like a long, long time ago. Uh huh. And he said, and I was so disappointed. He goes, because I think we were asking, because the other show's all about, like, dating. And I think I had asked him, like, what he's attracted to. And he's, like, not comedian, not girl comedians. He's, like, because they're, and I was, like, damn it. Like, because I literally literally want to go out with him so badly. Um, he, He was, like, whatever effed up part of my brain makes me do comedy it's the same shit that they have in their brain and oh. i i don't want that like i'm not attracted to that oh that's a good idea that's kind of why yeah. i try to stay away from from comedians as well yeah 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 so he um he broke my heart that day and mine mm-hmm. he, he does your funny mine. too so he the way i came across him was i mean i had seen him doing stand-up and whenever i was out for comedy i never would approach people that i respected or anything because i'd be like oh they'd hate me yeah. like that's just what i would assume and um which isn't depression talking. It's the truth. Just kidding. Um, but one day it was so random. I was going to a yoga class in Santa Monica and I didn't have any water. And there's no like 7-Eleven around the area. There's only a vegan restaurant next door. Uh-huh. And so I went in to see if they had any bottled water so that I could take upstairs because that in that class is like super hot. I'm like, I need water. And so I walk in and Neil Brennan was standing in front of like he was in line, the last person in line. So I stood behind him and I was like, oh, shit, it's Neil. And like I've seen him a bunch, but like he doesn't know me. And I was like. I like tapped him on the shoulder. I'm like, "Hey, I'm a comic," and he's like, "Cool, how are you?" And uh, <laughs> and and I was like, "Good." And I go, "I know you have like a show." I mean, we talked a little bit, but I was like, "I know you have a show at Westside Comedy Theater. I would love to do it." And I normally would not have those balls. And he goes, "Yeah, you can." He's like, "All right, yeah, you can do it." And I damn. And okay. I go, "I go, I swear I'm funny." He goes, "Well, if you're not, you just won't do it again." Oh shit. Yeah. And so anyway. I've done a show several times. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, That's also hella intimidating. I find him so the, intimidating. He called me funny after one of the shows, and I was like, okay, the fact that he thinks I'm funny is like means everything to me. That means everything to me, too. Yeah. But I had no idea he had such bad depression. Yeah, his depression Until is his three really, really bad. And I con- people are constantly writing to me about him. 
and that's why I started checking out his stuff. And um, and I just think he's dope. He's super dope. Super dope. I think he has a girlfriend. He does have a girlfriend. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. And I think she said she was Asian. She is Asian. Yeah. And I bet you she's not in comedy. No. <laughs> Damn you beautiful Asian women Damn that are you. in comedy. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Well, I don't do this pep talk part. I'm like, fuck. We I don't might, even think about we it might until just we have, have to do to, it. Yeah. We might have to skip the pep talk. Pep, I can't even talk. The pep talk today because um, we're like running out of time. We're like way over. Yeah. Um, I think you guys are great. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. This Dave, Dave's the best for pep talk. This yeah, was I like a good show. show. You guys did well. Thank also, you. What about great? Just well? Um, Just well. You did well, and that made it a great show. Okay. Do we look good doing it? You look it? fantastic. That's all that matters. Thank you. Thank also, you. Also, let me just say this. Uh, the fact that... Um, Having worked in this industry for a long time, I've dealt with plenty of people who have varying levels of depression. None of them show up on time the way that y'all do. Wow. Like, no, like, wow. Off, but wow. that is a huge thing because of all the stories that you talk about. You're discrediting our depression right now, by no. the way. People are like, oh, they're not really depressed. Here's what I'm saying is of all the stories that you tell about what your mornings are like, what you go through, the fact that you lock it up and come in here for an hour to do that because you know that other people benefit from it. I don't think if, if no, other people No, it's just for my own selfish reasons. <laughs> if other people weren't getting something out of this, you know you wouldn't do it. So the fact that you're doing that for other people is a huge deal. That's awesome. That's cool. People, uh, and I think people appreciate that. And you know what? We couldn't do it without you, Dave. I know, Dave. So, so this thank is a you. We should give you a pep talk. You don't need a pep talk because you're awesome. Yeah, because you're the greatest of all oh, time already. I'm going to give you guys like another hour to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only have another 24 hours in me to do it, so, because you're that awesome. So thank you so much for uh, all the reviews. We've gotten a lot more reviews. Well, we've st we're stuck at 45 right now. Which is weird because it was like a bunch came in came and, and then, then it just stopped. like paused. And, and, and bitch changed your review to two stars. I tried to find it and couldn't see it. Oh. Oh, well, are you on your phone or on your computer? On my on my phone. Okay, go to your computer. And <laughs> the fact that I said bitch gave us two stars, she's probably going to go change it to one star now. Well, bitch, you can go and change it to one star because <laughs> I'm feeling real feisty today. <laughs> and I'll shove that one star so far up your ass, you'll be sparkling for the rest of your life <laughs> how about that how about that how about that <laughs> cash me also how about that oh my god so good all right well thanks for listening um we come out every tuesday make sure you um subscribe and tell a friend if you have any you probably don't because you're depressed i'm gonna be like that's the catch show for catch phrase for the show you don't have friends because you're depressed um and uh yeah i think that's it yeah and follow us um our 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 uh instagram is kind of sad because like we only have like 60 followers but follow us on instagram better than nothing it's true no it's not <laughs> uh, that shit's empty uh mentally chill podcast on instagram and uh twitter we're chill mentally but we don't we, even we use don't the, use it the we twitter, have like two so followers. don't bother yeah but anyway uh yeah we'll see you ne next week see you guys next week bye, bye. later